Yes, special good evening to you, my cherished audience and listeners, and welcome to the FIFA World Cup show. It's our special coverage of the ongoing African Cup of Nations happening all the way in Cameroon. We started out with our special coverage. On the 9th of January, all the way to today, the second day of the second month in the 22nd year of our Lord. What a special day it is. And wherever you are tuning in and joining us for this episode, welcome to the most exciting, informative an educated sports show on the calling platform with yours truly, Philip Alimo. Wherever you are, whether you are on the African continent, on the east coast of America, west coast of America, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and Oceania. It is and it has been the convocation of Africa's finest from football food culture music and everything on tonight's program we'll be looking at a quarterfinal game that was played a while ago about 30 40 minutes ago between Burkina Faso and Senegal with Senegal booking their place to the finals in Yaoundé wherever you are sit back Relax and enjoy as I take you on this special flight. With me tonight is our in-house studio guest, Mr. Justin Akowa. And just before I give you the rundown, let me take Mr. Justin Akowa's reaction. Mr. Justin, can you join us? Good evening and welcome. Good evening, Philip. And uh, what do you make of today's game? Oh, I think I think that as time has gone on in this tournament, 
the football, the quality of football has improved, and now you can see teams, um, you can see what they are trying to do, and the amount of progress you've seen about their work because with how these two teams performed, they 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 all didn't perform like this in the in the first round of games. That shows that that shows that um, the quality of football that they intended to play has been has been what we've seen in this semi final. And I believe that it is great to see these kind of performances, and we just hope to get more of the same tomorrow. It's been great performance, and it's good to see this, and we hope to get more. Mr. Justin Akowa, just before you go, we will go into details of the game in, 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 in the next few minutes. But Senegal, people say they were not a tournament favorite after their first two games in the group, in the group stages. At this point, do you want to change those assertions? I think, I think for me, if if you remember me speaking about them and their style of play, I told you about how COVID rocked their camp. Um, they had about six players out, um, and they were they were struggling to find their feet in terms of playing players in some in specific positions because there were games where Bunasa was playing on the right wing. There were some games where he was playing in midfield, so it was it was. It was it was kind of it was kind of experimental for them, and I mean it is so evident that the Senegal you saw against Zimbabwe and the Senegal you've seen against the Burkina Faso have been miles apart in terms of performance, in terms of intensity, in terms of um, command and how they impose themselves onto their opposition. So then, I believe that um, with my pre-tournament my pre-tournament suggestions as them to be one of the teams to make a, a good impact. They have lived up to their expectation and uh, they've made their second consecutive final. Definitely, they've made their second consecutive final. And uh, Mr. Justin Akowa, hold your fire. I'm going to give a cherished audience some bit of background and details about today's game. And I'm going to tell you about some of the standout personalities and give you a bit more background about them, and we'll come back into the studios to discuss in detail. Senegal have made history after today's game for the second time in a row to make it to the AFCON final. But first, they needed to overcome Burkina Faso, and in doing so, what is the background and what is the record behind these two teams so far? Sergio Mane and his teammates scored just once in the group stage, but managed to score five in the knockout stage, easing past Cape Verde 2-0 in the round of 16 and beating Equatorial Guinea 3-1 in the quarterfinals. The Stallions of Burkina Faso proved to be the surprise package of this AFCON as they overcame Gabon in the last 16 on penalties and secured a 1-0 win over Tunisia in the quarterfinals. What is the head-to-head record and key numbers and statistics between the two sides? This is your most educative and informative sports show on the calling platform, and we are here to give you every nitty-gritty that you need to know. Both sides, until today, 
have met 12 times across all competitions and the fixture between these two teams has been closely contested with Senegal having a narrow 3-2 lead in terms of wins and as many as seven games have ended in draws including their last three games. Senegal were the only side to keep a clean sheet in their group stage fixtures and have conceded just one goal in five games in the competition so far. The Lions of Taranga scored just one goal in the group stage fixtures but have scored five in two knockout stage games. Burkina Faso have scored exactly one goal in each of their five games in the competition so far. This will be the first meeting between the two teams in the knockout stage of the competition with the previous two encounters coming in the group stage with one game ending in a win for Senegal and the other ending in a draw. Burkina Faso and Senegal have not won the AFCON so far with the Stallions finishing as runners-up in 2013 while Senegal secured a second-place finish in 2002 and in the 2019 edition. And by doing so, a number of records have been set and have been broken. Let me give you all the details that you need to know. Senegal is the third team to reach consecutive AFCON finals in the 21st century after Cameroon in 2000 and 2002 and Egypt in 2006, 2008 and 2010 where they, they won it all. No team have ever lost three AFCON finals after losing two finals. Senegal looks set to break the jinx at the African Cup of Nations this year in Cameroon. Senegal's Aliou Sisi, who is the coach of the side, was once a player and a captain of the team. And I'm going to tell you a record is just set with the Taranga Lions of Senegal. Aliou Sisi is set to lead the Taranga Lions of Senegal in all of three of its three AFCON finals. 2002 in Mali as a captain, 2019 in Egypt, and 2021 in Cameroon as a coach. Indeed, he's a top African football legend. And what is the coaching record of Aliou Sisi? Aliou Sisi is the third ever African coach after Ghana's Charles Jamefi in 1963 and 1965 and Egypt's Hassan Shiata in 2006, 2008, and 2010 to reach back-to-back AFCON finals. Aliou Sisi, since taking over as coach of Senegal in, 20, in March 2015, has led Senegal in 17 games at the AFCON and lost only two games to Algeria and Cameroon. He's been to three AFCONs as a coach. Gabon 2017, where the team got knocked out in the quarterfinals. In 2019, they lost in the finals to Algeria and now they've qualified to the finals in Cameroon. What a man, what a coach. Another coach that deserves a lot of commendation and recognition on the local scene as far as local coaches are concerned 
is Kamau Malu, the coach of Burkina Faso. This man has done a lot of work and he deserves every commendation. I dab my heart for him. He is a man who is an epitome of what we preach and talk about on this platform and on this show. Setting goals and pushing and dreaming big to attain your goals. He once was a police commissioner and was scheduled to prepare for his com police commissioning exams for promotion. But he decided that is not what he wants and that is not his dream and his desires and rather opted to go into coaching and today has led Burkina Faso to the point that they have been at the AFCON. Such an impressive record and we are proud of coach Kamau Malu. What do we need to know more again in terms of record and statistics? First, let's take excerpts of that game between Burkina Faso and Senegal as the Taranga Lions trashed Burkina Faso 3-1 in a comprehensive victory to book their spot in the final, after which I'll give you details of my top three standout personalities to which will come into the studio to discuss with Mr. Justin Akua. In the last match uh, for Senegal, club levels, something of a nomadic journeyman in his career, will miss out now. Oh, that looked uh, coffee on Diedou. Was there an elbow? Uh, the referee has had a different opinion and stuck with his opinion. What does Mr. Tessama say? Play on. Less than 30 seconds. Mane strikes off uh, the challenge. Now here he comes again. He smelt a bit of blood. Mane back in. Shot. Deflection. Just wide. Well, Tapsoba. Well, they're going to have to check this one. He might have got this wrong, Mr. Tesema. Here's again. Boom. That would be so tough against Tapsoba if that was given. He was quite confident, Tapsoba, that uh, he hadn't handled it. He's going to rescind the yellow card as well. He's going to do just that. Well, well done, Mr. Ref. You get it wrong, you change uh, your mind and uh, you apologize as well. It's a corner. Sorry, Tapsova. Little tap on the shoulder. Might still have a chance to be on the winner's podium in a few days' time. Here is the corner. Back in again. Goal! Look at the captain here. The centre-back with the skills of a Lionel Messi. The whole movement, Papa Gay. Now, Mane, it's got to be over now! Listen, tell us. 
Donna Gay just ahead of Bubba Jenkins. Ooh, it might be Jenkins. Oh, whatever. Cross inside from Cavone! They've got one back! What a great tournament he's had. Watch how late he comes in here. Set up by Cavone, pulled back. There he is, no one really spotted him. Chance here for number three, Sadio Mane, and the goalkeeper, Sadio Mane. Yes, that was Sergio Mane scoring that classic and classy trademark goal against Burkina Faso. One personality that deserves all the commendation and applause is referee Bamlak Tesama Wiyasa from Ethiopia. He was impressive and really stood out today with a spot-on decisions. Mr. Kowa, what do you make of referee's performance today? Referee well, Bamlak Tesama. Well, I do agree with you. Um, I think so far, so far for me in this African Cup of Nations tournament, he's been the only referee to use or to utilize VAR to its best use. I mean, he got it right on the collision between Herve Kofi and Cheko Kuyate in the first half, as well as um, the the part where Kabori, Kabori was thought to have fouled money in the penalty area. And finally, the handball uh, on Tabsoba, um, Edmond Tabsoba too, late, late in the first half, I think in the fifth additional minutes in the first half. So I think even with this quality um, performance that we watch from both teams, we, we, I, I can also commend the, the, the referee with the way he controlled the game. And I mean, um, for, for, for referees, I, I think that it is, it is nice, it is nice to have um, VAR used very well because um, it's like you have a second chance to make the right decision. And for me, he was, he was good. He was, he was authoritative and he was ready to also admit his mistakes when he made them, including in all those situations and, and the penalty to the penalty that he, he gave to the Senegalese. So then, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't even try to take the shine away from him. It was a very great performance. The best so far in this tournament. Definitely a very good performance. And talking of good performances, first of all, before I come back to you, let me take a brief profile, background information of this man I'm about to speak about and give our cherished audience details about him. He's the coach of the Senegalese side. Aliou Sisse was born on the 24th of March, 1976. A Senegalese football coach and a former player who is the manager of the Senegal national team. Having begun his career in France, he later played for English clubs Birmingham City and Portsmouth. Cissé was a defensive midfielder who also on occasion played at centre-back. Cissé has been the head coach of Senegal since 2015, having briefly taken charge of them 
following Amara Tuari's sacking in a caretaker role in 2012. He was also the assistant coach of the under-23 side from 2012 to 2013, before becoming the head coach from 2013 to 2015. Cissé captained the Senegalese team at the 2002 FIFA World Cup after a stunning 1-0 victory over reigning world champions France on March Day 1, the team made it all the way to the quarterfinals where they lost 1-0 to Turkey. Cissé was also part of the Senegalese team who were runners-up in the 2002 African Cup of Nations in Mali, but was one of the players who missed a penalty during the shootout in the final as they lost to Cameroon that year. What does his managerial career look like? In early March 2015, Cissé was officially appointed as head coach of the Senegal national team. The team qualified for the 2018 FIFA World Cup on the 10th of November 2017 with a 2-0 victory away against South Africa. Ultimately, South Af- Senegal were knocked out in the group stage of the tournament after becoming the first team in FIFA World Cup history to be eliminated due to fair play tiebreaker rules. And this is what Sisi had to say. This is one of the rules and we have to respect it. Of course, we would prefer to be eliminated another way. It's a sad day for us, but we knew these were the regulations. Such an outstanding and classy sportsman who believes in fair play and fair rules and regulations. Sisi coached Senegal at the 2019 African Cup of Nations tournament, helping Senegal to its first ever final since the 2002, a tournament which himself also participated when he was the team's captain. However, Senegal was defeated 1-0 in the final by Algeria after losing by the same score in the group stage and missed out on its first ever AFCON trophy. Senegal's Football Federation has officially extended CSA and his staff's contract from August 2021 last year up until now. Mr. Kowa, that is the man we are talking about. What is your assessment of him and his performance tonight? Well, um, I think that um, I, will, I will hammer on on him again because because of the because of the growing because of the growing nature of having good local coaches on the continent. I think I spoke about him and Magasuba as well as Jamal Belmadi last time, and 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 I think that um, for for the Senegalese right now, they they. I don't believe that they have an option in terms of they could have a better option in terms of someone who knows the ins and outs of um, their football so well other than um, Ali Usisi. Because I think that um, if if my memory serves me right, when he was coach of Senegal at the 2018 World Cup, 
they went out on I think fair play rules because they had more yellow cards than um, Colombia, I believe. I can't I can't remember very well. But then he did well um, in that tournament, and you can you can tell you can you can tell that with each tournament they play, um, they probably do not start off on the best notes. But then you can see them pick up every time, every they progress into every um, every tournament. And I think that, and I and I and I really believe that for for Senegal right now in this tournament, I think there were thoughts of or there were opinions of CC not being the man for the job. They are being um built. They are they are being built out by. Yeah, star quality. I mean, it is fine to have star quality in a tournament, but then you should also appreciate the work that he has done this tournament. And even with and with how some situations have have forced his hand to make some decisions that probably didn't work out in terms of um, squad selection. But now you can tell that um, with Senegal's performance throughout the round of sixteen. The quarterfinals and the semifinals, and um, you can you have you have some sense of hope to believe that Senegal aren't playing in their best form yet, and they could most likely hit another level or two higher than how they are playing right now. And this, and I think if they are able to achieve that, they will not only be a good team or a good national team in Africa, but a good national team or a threatening national team to any opposition in the world. Definitely a threatening national team to any opposition in the world. Today, one player that stood out and was out, has been outstanding for Senegal throughout this tournament has been Sergio Mane. And I'm sure my audience know about him. I've heard his name, but do not know much about him in terms of his story. Let me give you a bit of background about Sergio Mane. Sergio Mane, born on the 10th of April, 1992, plays as a winger for Premier League club Liverpool and the Senegal national team. Mane finished fourth for the 2019 Ballon d'Or and in the award, for the f- best FIFA men's player, he ranked fifth in 2019 and fourth in 2020. Mane began his professional career with League Two club Mets at age 19, but he departed after a solitary season to join Austrian club Red Bull Salzburg in 2012 for a fee of 4 million euros winning a league and a cup double that's a double a, a domestic cup in 2013-2014 season later that summer Sergio Mane was transferred to English Premiership side Southampton for a club record fee of 11.8 million pounds there he set a new Premier League record for the fastest hat-trick scored in 176 seconds in a 6-1 win over Aston Villa in 2015. Mane signed for fellow Premier League side Liverpool in 2016 for a reported fee of £34 million. 
he helped the side reach back-to-back UEFA Champions League final in 2018 and 2019 and winning the latter. He also finished as the league's joint top scorer in the 2018-2019 season, winning the Premier League Golden Boot. Mane then helped end Liverpool's 30-year league title drought by winning the 2019-2020 Premier League. In October 2021, he scored his centenary Premier League goal, becoming the third African to reach the landmark. At international level, Mane has registered 29 goals in 86 appearances for Senegal since making his debut in 2012 and currently ranks as his nation's joint record goal scorer and fourth all-time for appearances. He represented Senegal at the 2012 Olympics as well as the 2015 2017 and 2021 editions of the African Cup of Nations. In the 2019 edition of the African Cup of Nations, Mane helped Senegal to a runners-up finish and a year later was named African Footballer of the Year. Mane also represented his nation at the 2018 FIFA World Cup in their second ever appearance in the history of the competition. Mane was cited as one of the top 100 most influential Africans by New African Magazine in 2020. There's a lot more I will tell you extensively in our subsequent episodes about Sergio Mane. But tonight, Mr. Kowa, what do you make of Sergio Mane's performance? Well, I mean... um... For me, for me, I think, without doubt, he is, he is, he is the he is the best Senegalese player ever that I have seen play. And I mean, there were comparisons to El Hadji Diouf in terms of how great both of them are. But I believe that Sadio Mane has been more instrumental and more um, more involved. Um, at all tournaments, international tournaments for Senegal. And as the tournament has gone on, this tournament has gone on, he has shown to be a player who is very selfless as well as um, as well as very talented. And he has done a lot of things in this tournament to, to um, show that he is probably the best player in the tournament currently. And it was very reflective of his performance. And it was very, very evident because at the end of the day, he won man of the match after supplying a goal and an assist. Watching him play today and watching him combine with Salu Cis at left back, um, you could tell you could tell how Senegal Senegal were very confident playing the ball through Sadio Mane. And I mean that is what every every nation would would love to have in terms of um someone to inspire you in terms of initiating attacks even when even when even when it looks even when your opposition defense looks to stifle you 
but then you seem to be in the mood every time and whenever you smell blood you'll be able to pounce on their mistakes and that is what Sadio Mane has done all day um, in this game in this game that they played against Burkina Faso even for um, I think the second goal to be scored if you watched very well evident um, with the way he presses um, the opposition defence and forcing them to make mistakes and that was what was evident and he even does it in Liverpool and you can see that he is still doing it now and it's really a lot of benefits as he was able to win the ball and supply um, the Senegalese for their second goal so then I mean it is it is I think it will not be it will not be an exaggeration to say that he has been the best player so far in terms of contribution to a team's performance and I think he has probably carried them on their back alongside one or two players but then I think yeah, Sadio Mane has been very great and he didn't do any different than just show his world-class ability in this game too. Definitely. And talking of world-class ability, apart from Sergio Mane, which other players have stood out for you in this particular tie between the Tanga Lions and the Stallions of Burkina Faso? Well, um, I think that um, it's, it has to be none other than their captain, Khalidou Koulibaly of Napoli. Um, since he came back from, since he came back from COVID, um, he, he struggled quite a bit against Malawi, but then as, as, as time has gone on, he was, or oh, he has been very, very immense in the way that they perform. And you can tell that even when Senegal tried to build up from the back, um, he is the player who is who is in possession the most, and he is the one who knows how to pick out people with his long and accurate passes um, to to the Senegalese attackers. You can you can tell with his confidence on the ball too that he he has he he is um he has shook off the COVID the COVID nineteen virus and. Is actually performing very well. One thing that I'll also be very, very focused on was, I think there was a ball where Tapsoba lobbed it to um, Petran Traore, and it seemed like Traore was clear on goal, but then Koulibaly made a last-ditch attempt to actually intercept the ball, and he kicked the ball, and it went off Petran Traore's face for the Senegalese to win the goal kick. And I think that with that, it shows it shows um, a complete a complete performance. Not only in possession and attack, and also he helps very well in defending transitions for the Senegalese. And I think heading into the final, that is what you 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 hope for, and that is what you pray to have a fully fit Kalidou Koulibaly heading into the final to face either Cameroon or Egypt because. Even before this tournament, as as we all know, he has been rumored to be the to be the target of big European teams, and and I and I and I think he keeps on showing, he keeps on showing the consistency, um, in this um, by showing consistency in his performances, 
the kind of quality he has as the captain of Senegal. Definitely. In terms of consistency, what do you make of the Burkina Faso team? And where do you think they go from here after this tournament? Well, <laughs> I think that Kamu Malu has done a good job. You and I, I think we spoke about the Burkina Bay team. And for me, I I objectively thought that a quarterfinal bet would be good enough for them. But then, yeah, they... They they actually they actually believed and went a step further, that is into the semi-finals. And I think it doesn't take away anything from their performance. They just lost to a team with better with better players, probably more experienced players in terms of playing abroad, and players who play at a higher level as compared to them. Because for you to face players who who play for Bayern Munich, PSG, Napoli. Um, play for Liverpool, play for Watford, play for all these Chelsea, all these outfits who just, um, I mean, in terms of us, the game goes on and on. I, um, I think their individual quality will shine. And I think that's, that is what, that is what maybe outdated the Burkina Bay today. I, I won't lie, they, they look threatening sometimes, but then, um, there is there is an aspect to their game where they seem to be indisciplined a lot of times, and I think that losing their goal scorer in the game against Tunisia probably was one of the things that affected them in this game. And for me, I believe that the the Burkina Bays have the potential just to be a team that will probably knock on knock on um, the doors of making a semi-final again or probably making a final one day because it looks like they are performing like they are performing as consistently as the Malians in terms of reaching semi-finals too so then they are a country to keep an eye for and I really hope that they'll be able to ruffle the feathers of the big boys next time in the next edition definitely we hope they can definitely ruffle the feathers of the big boys in the next edition. And talking of ruffling of feathers, tomorrow the pharaohs of Egypt will be taking on the indomitable lions of Cameroon in another exciting semi-final tie. Just before we wrap up with the show, Mr. Kowa, one second, your reaction for that game tomorrow. Well, I believe that game is going to be fiercely contested by these two sides. Um and I and I and I believe we we spoke about how uh the Egyptians didn't start well but then as 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 time has gone on they've shown a bit of solidity in terms of their overall performances and maybe the only thing that will undo the Egyptians is the lack of or um the the injuries that have that have affected them a lot in terms of right back and go in terms of the goalkeeping department too. So then, yeah, and yeah, and with Ahmed Hagazi out of that semi-final tomorrow, it is going to be maybe easier for Vincent Abubakar and also Carl Toko Ekambi to to take advantage of that too. So it is it will be it will be it will be a game that will be too very 
it would be too close to call in. For me, I would I would like to see I would like to see the the home the host nation tested very well. And yeah, I just I just believe that anyone who actually gets out into the final will be able to probably have a mental edge because they 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 would have had they would have had the experience of facing a tougher opponent in the semi-final and it would it would make facing Senegal quite easy for them on Sunday. It would make facing Senegal quite easy on Sunday. On this note, it's been great, it's been exciting coming your way with today's episode of the FIFA World Cup show and our special coverage of the ongoing African Cup of Nations where we looked at today's semi-final tie between Burkina Faso and Senegal, with Senegal booking their place to the finals of the ongoing African Cup of Nations. Until same time tomorrow, stay blessed, keep well, and stay safe. It's bye for now.